Have you guys ever had Chick-fil-A? Well, the first time I had waffle fries with the Chick-fil-A sauce, my taste buds in my mouth exploded. It was basically the best thing I've ever tasted. Anyway, if you're wondering why we're talking about Chick-fil-A, well, it's because we're going to talk about how great it is to wait for good things. Welcome to the Simple Joyful Home Podcast. Join Emily and Alicia, two moms doing their best. This is a podcast about Come Follow Me and the Book of Mormon, and how anything you learn from the scriptures can be transformed into practical and simple solutions to strengthen your home, your relationships, and even yourself. If you're ready to triumph over self-doubt and increase the joy in your heart and in your home, join them on this inspired journey. Take it away, ladies. Hey, this is Alicia. And this is Emily. And guess what? Today, we are really working hard to bring you a message. This week, we kind of had a hard time finding a pinpointed direction. Finding the one thing that we wanted to share. Usually, when we read, one of us has like, oh, I've got this idea. And the other one's like, yeah, I was thinking that too. And then we just hone in on one thing. And we add to it, and it's awesome. It comes together. Yeah. This time it's like, wow. And today, the one thing that stuck out to me, well, a lot of things stuck out to both of us, but the one thing that stuck out to me was we always talk about Abinadi and how all the work you do, even if it's just for one person, that one person can have a huge impact. Yeah, the one. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what if you turned that around? Alma's life is spent with King Noah, He's surrounded by these people who obviously are on a track to not great things. And he recognizes Abinadi's message as truth. And he sees that and he grasps onto it and then he defends it quickly. And how many times in life have we gotten to a place where we just were looking for an answer to something or we're struggling with something or like right now, who knows when we'll be able to actually shop again. Yeah. I mean, you know, really shop where they let you try things on. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to go to Home Depot without standing in line. Oh, there you go. I mean, those types of things where you wait and wait and wait and you just don't know when it's going to change for you. And then one day it just does. And yeah, you hear something that helps you through a problem or you talk to someone and you're like, wow, you just answered my prayer and you don't even know it. Yeah, all of a sudden you have this enlightenment or you feel strengthened in a way that you weren't expecting. And it's kind of a cool thing. I think of my sister who came to me one day. She's probably going to kill me for saying this, but you don't know which one. So it's okay. Um, She came to me one day and she's upset and she's crying. She's like, I'm never going to get married and I'm getting so old and I'm dating these boys and they're just, none of them are working out. And I mean, within... And I wish I had the exact dates for you, but she literally met her husband three or four days later, met him. And then they were married in like three months. It was crazy. I mean, but that night she had no idea that in less than a week she would be hanging out with her husband. She would be like meeting her husband, spending time with him and on that road to what she's always hoping and wishing for. And how often that happens in our life. You just never know when something's going to change or something's going to turn around for you. So you had a phrase for this. Oh, yeah. So 
So instead of always thinking, so Abinadi teaching, and we're like, wow, because he taught, he really got to that one. That even though when you think no one else is listening, someone might be listening. But you had a cool phrase of twisting this. It's when you get in these times where you're um, wanting answers or wanting something different, it's hold out for your Abinadi. Hold out for that thing, that person or that thing that brings you passion and brings you fire and spirit because that's what Abinadi did. He came in with boldness and he came in with passion and he came in with just this light of Christ. And those times will come in your life. And when you feel like it's never going to happen. Yeah. You're not getting anywhere. You're still in the mm -hmm. stupor. You are closer than you think. Hold out for your Abinadi. And that may come in the form of a person. It may come in the form of an experience. Really, those two things usually. Yeah. But it will come. It will always come. And I love this scripture in Mosiah chapter 16, verse 9. And it's, it's speaking of um, Christ, but it's also such a good reminder. Abinadi was the light that Alma needed to hear to change the whole trajectory of his life. Did Alma have any idea that that night before he met Abinadi, that his whole life was going to change for the better. I mean, kind of crazy running and hiding and teaching and preaching in the woods. But yeah, I mean, he, did he have any idea that his whole life would change? Probably not. But once Abinadi appeared and that message appeared in his life, that light appeared in his life, he grasped onto it and he ran with it. Yeah, there's no looking back. And the same is true of the opportunities that we feel a strong, strong moving of the spirit in our life. And I love this scripture where it says, he is the light and the life of the world. Yea, a light that is endless, that can never be darkened. And I love that scripture. That's just the beginning of it. But I love that scripture because that is really what Christ is in our life. And it doesn't always feel like this burst of light, but it does feel like a light that cannot be darkened when we feel that in our life, when we feel that comfort, when we yeah. feel that peace. When that answer comes and it, it just fits mm -hmm. and you're like this, this is what I was looking for. Yeah. And you never know how close you are. It's like when you go on, I used to travel for work a lot and I would be in a whole new city and I would want some kind of food, right? I'm just going to use McDonald's, although I don't really eat McDonald's. So I don't know why I'm using that. But yeah, we need something else. We do Chick-fil-A. Uh -huh. Most people like Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. Okay, Chick-fil-A. Plus, if I'm going to plug anybody, it's going to be Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Those people have got their stuff together. I mean, really. So I'm in a foreign city for work and... I would get into the city and I would want want to find food after work. And it was so frustrating because I knew that there was probably a Chick-fil-A like right around the corner. But because I didn't know the area, I would spend forever driving around. Back then I was using a map and didn't so much have MapQuest on my phone. <laughs> Yeah, so, I don't know if anyone can relate to that. No, just kidding. I know, right? I am old. Okay, so then... <laughs> That sounds terrible. I really, am I that old? It, me anyway, too. It's fine. Mm, it's sad. So, but, so I would spend like half an hour driving around trying to get to the Chick-fil-A and then realizing, oh, oh, instead of taking a right, I could have taken a left and it was right on the corner. Like it oh, literally man. would have taken me three minutes to get there. Right. And, but if you don't know the area, if you don't know 
your nice. surroundings or your terrain. You have no idea where to look sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you never know how close you are so to the answer that you want or you need. So hold out for your Abinadi. I really loved what Alicia said. I'm going to hold out for my Abinadi <laughs> through this time in my life. Okay. Um, so what I loved, hang on, I'm turning to it. I really loved when Abinadi, they brought him. So King Noah, not a great guy. And he had all these priests, also not a great priests. Anyway, he's a bad crowd. He just, yeah, they kind of struggled. So they, so he brings Abinadi after they had arrested him and they say, we want to hear, like, plead your case, you know? And so he starts talking to them and says, ye have not applied your hearts to understanding. Therefore, ye have not been wise. Therefore, what teach ye this people? And I just thought, the thought came into my mind that not everyone is just born with a certain knowledge. Um, even as us parents, we're not just, we don't just automatically know what each one of our kids need. Or even leaders of the church, they're not they, just because they're a leader of the church doesn't mean they know all the answers to the church, like gospel doctrine, right? And it comes from applied learning to our hearts. And it comes from just trying. Like, I don't think our prophet would know all that he knows if he hadn't, he doesn't study and apply it. So he's trying, so Ben and I is trying to teach these people, like, you can't just fake it. Like, you got to know it. And you're like, man, you guys are worse off than I thought because we're <laughs> going to take a few minutes and we're going to discuss the law of Moses, you know? So he does. He goes through and he teaches them. And so much so that he needed, he had to teach. He had to have, the Lord was like, we are going to do this and no one's stopping you and I'll protect you. So such a cool like story. I like a Benedict. And I love that he uses, like, you have not applied your hearts to yeah. understanding. And this metaphor of the heart, the hardening of the heart, applying your hearts. Yeah, having heart, it written in your heart. Yeah, used all over in the scriptures. I have loved studying that. And one of the things that's really cool about the heart is that everything about the heart happens gradually, right? It is the center of um, function, circulatory function. <laughs> Everything that happens to the heart happens gradually. If you think about the good things in our life, like this, the strong heart, I mean, when you're a child, if you don't continue to develop your heart in a healthy way, then it won't be strong enough to yeah. sustain an adult body, right? It has to, it has to grow and it has to grow in healthy ways or unhealthy ways. And we decide what those are. I think that's true of our spiritual growth. And in this verse, our understanding and all of that happens gradually. Yeah. I, yeah. There's something about knowing that knowledge doesn't come easy and that it's okay to work at it. And it's okay that it might take a long time to really get it to sink in. I think that's why we review everything all the time. But even with how you're, what you loved about, you know, wait for that, you know, don't give up on that Abinadi, that moment, right? And a lot of times that comes because you're applying yourself, finding out what that those answers are. So you're not just giving up. You are, you're staying looking. Open. Yeah, you're staying open. You're, you know, maybe you'll find it in the scriptures. So, you know, maybe you haven't found it in the first few chapters. You might 
still like just keep trying or maybe you're talking to people and you're searching and nothing seems to be fitting right but you're always applying like looking for that answer and I think that's how you get it in your heart and then when you do you become like passionate about that and you're you live by that example or you teach it to others just by that passion you learn and that's what Abinadi is like hey you have to apply this to your heart because we need to teach people um, I went on a walk earlier this evening. It was so beautiful. Like the evening sun with flowers and the fresh leaves on the tree, just a glowing evening. And my mind was just able to clear of the day. And I got thinking about how there's a saying of, and people say, I've said this before, but like you wish that your children came with manuals, <laughs> you know, or that they don't. And you're like, great, what are we supposed to do? And I just had the thought, but like, don't we? Don't we have manuals for kids? It just doesn't come in book form. It comes in human form because we teach one another. So either our own mother, our own father of examples of how they lived. And, you know, maybe that isn't always for everyone. So what about other mothers or other fathers that you live around? Or maybe there's another mother is going through the same similar thing that you are. You have, in a way, a form of this manual that's there to help because we're like teaching one another and we're here for one another. So to not give up on, you know, when we don't know what to do, there are just people out there that are here to help us. And because they've either applied it to their hearts and they know. And so we, if we're open to sharing and we're open to seeking, I just feel like our knowledge stays strong and it's just such a great and beautiful thing. So, well, and one thing I love about that idea is that when you're looking for the manual <laughs> for your marriage or your kids or really developing your own life, when you seek others and their knowledge, you're usually looking for people who have experienced it or who are doing it. Yeah. And Abinadi teaches that all over in these chapters, especially in chapter 12, where he talks about like, if you teach the law of Moses, why do you not keep it? He's teaching them that if you want to teach it, you have to keep it. Yeah. If you practice what you preach. Yeah. You got to practice what you preach. And as we look for help and as we look to apply our hearts to understanding and we seek help to do that, hopefully we're looking for mentors who are doing it yeah. and that are capable of teaching us because they are doing. Abinadi is really quite passionate about that idea. I mean, he says it again in verse 25 um, in chapter 13. He says, have you taught this people that they should observe to do all things? And again, that have you taught that they have to do? And yeah. well, and there's a difference between like preaching to someone saying, well, let me tell you how you should raise your kids. You know, that's mm -hmm. not that it's about someone who cares and maybe shares an experience or asks more questions. Maybe they just need to get you thinking, get your own mind going. So I, I really actually appreciate people who take the time instead of like, let me answer your question with what I think and just be like, let me just gather a little more information. And I think the ones who are really applied and really know, they tend to do that. You want to help someone learn how to apply. Maybe that's the whole process of it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I think we're constantly helping each other yeah. learn how to apply it. And I loved the, the fact that he says, apply your heart to understanding. And then he goes on to teach them 
all about the Ten Commandments. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. Of all the things to teach him, like he brought it right back to the basics. Yes, I mean, he teaches about Christ and redemption and repentance and the Ten Commandments. But the Ten Commandments, I thought, they already had those, you yeah. know? And we hear it all the time, like we already have them. Yeah. But what do we do with them? How are we applying them? And the one commandment that stuck out to me, probably because we're all um, kind of adjusting to change is... Well, there's like the basic ones, but then there's some sneaky ones. Yeah. The one that stuck out to me was keeping the Sabbath day holy. And just how much our Sabbath day has stayed the same, but changed dramatically um, with church being a stay-at-home program right now. Um, just it's the come follow me program, actually not going to church, not having that two hours a day on a Sunday. To, it really makes you think different about what the Sabbath day is. Yeah. And, and what concessions you're making when you're at home having church and spending time with your family and focusing on Christ, how, what does that look like? Cause it's going to look different for all of us, but what does it look like and how can we apply our hearts to understanding it better in this time of change? Yeah. For Mine each was, of us. Um, thou shalt not covet. And I was like, mm. oh man, that's such a sneaky one. I'll be like, <laughs> get an inspiration for something. I'm like, man, I just really wish I had a yard so I can have a chicken coop. Just kidding. <laughs> that was so random. <laughs> scratch that anyway no but it is it's like there are some sneaky ones you just need to reevaluate every once in a while but when we were talking earlier one thing alicia was talking about was how different it is when you feel the spirit so some so Mm. i guess this is kind of both sabbath day and coveting (laughs) sometimes we hear of people's experiences with spiritual moments and i feel like we've had a few where they'll and it's so good to share these it's good um but sometimes we compare them with our own spiritual experiences. So take this example of the different Sabbath day that we're having. So we're having home church right now. And there's some people are having like these just wonderful spiritual experiences. And it's so awesome to like read about them. And then you're like, well, my kids didn't pick their nose this time. You know, like it's just so like so different with everyone. And Alicia mentioned a neat thing that I thought it would be really good to share. So, so Emily's talking, her on her spot. <laughs> Emily's talking about her Sabbath day and how, what did you say? Like the first, yeah, like Sabbath the first time was like, I was like, wow, I've never seen them all sit like this still before. It was actually a cool moment. And then when I saw my oldest son being able to like participate in the sacrament was just such a neat moment and then after like a few weeks, I was like, oh, that's pretty normal now. I don't know. But that first moment I thought was, a, it was very special for our family. I really enjoyed it. So we're talking, she's talking to me about that. And I'm like, you know, I have really struggled with that for for the first, I don't know, how long have we been doing this? Like eight weeks? We don't even I don't know. know. It's it's, I've lost count. But like for like the first month, I, I would read these things and people were like, this is the most special thing and it feels so great. And I've had the most just heart. I never want to forget this, these like touching moments. And, and I'm thinking, am I doing something wrong? (laughs) I mean, should I be, should we be dressed up more? I mean, we're dressed, but I mean, he doesn't have shoes and I mean, he would never wear that to church. I mean, it's churchy. 
he, he's in a button up, you know, and I'm thinking through all of these things and then like, it's nice, but I mean, it must be missing something. Like we've got the sacrament all laid out. Things are like all very, very good. And it then, I don't know. I just kept thinking, I, it doesn't feel like what everybody else is describing. And of course, my a little Mac, she's young and she's, she's doing what she would do at church, which is like, blah, 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 blah. And Seth's like trying to bless the sacrament and just like, oh, like I can't even think straight. And I'm like, Emma, you got to be quiet. Like it's a lot more obvious when there's only two kids and two parents, a lot more obvious than when you're sitting in a huge chapel and someone's, yeah. uh, you know, a toddler is talking. You don't even notice. Um, you don't. Cause it's like, I don't know. But in our front room, it's very obvious. And so I'm like, we've got to be reverent. And we're like thinking about Jesus. And, you know, I'm doing what I would do at church. And like all those things are still happening that would happen at church. It just, I don't know. So I started thinking I was failing. Oh, I don't know what hit me like a week or two ago. I realized like the spirit has always felt like home to me. And I think I've said this before on a previous episode, but it's always felt like home to me. And I rarely get like tingly, like, Oh, like those feelings. I I just, yeah, I rarely get those feelings that, that bring me like the burning in my bosom or the tingles all over. I just don't get them a lot, but I do recognize when the spirit leaves, like almost immediately I'll recognize, Oh, that does not feel right to me. Um, And so because the spirit feels like home to me, I mean, I'm in my home, my physical home, and the spirit feels that way to me. It feels comforting. It just feels very natural. It's very natural. And so I'm discounting the, the presence of the spirit in my home and in my life and in our Sabbath day because it doesn't feel like what everybody else is describing. And I realized what I was missing out on. I was like, man, I am feeling it every single Sunday. And it's just home for you. Yeah. So if you're home having your Sabbath and you feel like it's a crazy wreck or you don't even know if it happened because it was so crazy, your efforts are there. Everyone's going to feel it differently. Don't discount the way that you... Yeah. are experiencing this time. Well, yeah, and this can even count towards anything like reading the Book of Mormon. There's oh, lots of stories yes. of people having miraculous moments, and those are not um, discredited by any means. Everyone is so different, but don't discredit yourself. Yeah. Very unique, actually. And so, and, you know, it could be at church. It could be anything. And anyway, so don't covet your neighbor's Sabbath feelings, spiritual experience. <laughs> Although That's some, true. okay, see, I struggle with coming. Sometimes I think it'd be cool, you know? Okay. I'll, I'll get better guys. <laughs> uh, hence know. the reminder always of the commandments. I know. I'm just, yeah. Grateful that Abinadi touched base on that. Cause I mean, we're benefiting even right now today. So I don't know. That's we're just true. got a modge podge of stuff in today's episode and we're just, Glad we pushed record. <laughs> it's true. So as you go throughout your week, we hope that you hold out for your Abinadi in whatever it is you're seeking. And we hope that 
you have the courage to apply your heart to understanding. What is it that you want to understand more about? And how can you apply your heart this week in that area? Ultimately, Christ is the one who redeems us all. This scripture helps us remember that he is always there. In Mosiah chapter 16, verse 9, he is the light and the life of the world, yea, a light that is endless, that can never be darkened. So seek the light, hold out for your Benedi, and apply your heart. And we'll see you next week. We'll see ya. Hey, how are your families doing? Where are you strong? Where are you struggling? We want to connect with you. Is there anything we can do to help you? And we also wanted to say thanks to the hundreds of people who listen from across the United States and a handful across the oceans. (laughs) And anyway, we just wish that we could put every one of you in the same room and we could just have some time together and just see faces. You give us the reasons we need to dive in our scriptures and connect with each other and reach out to you. And we are so grateful every day. Yeah, we're blessed because of it. So thank you for motivating us and keeping us going. Please have a great week. We'll see ya. Sometimes it's just worth waiting for that good Chick-fil-A food. And we're going to talk about how there in life there's some good things that are worth waiting for that just fit, just like Chick-fil-A does (laughs) to my waistline. If you've been wanting to try Chick-fil-A, <laughs> just kidding. We're going to give a shout out for Chick-fil-A, everybody. Head on down to your we're local gonna talk, Chick-fil-A. We're going to talk about Chick-fil-A today, <laughs> along with a few other things. <laughs> totally our hook. That is totally our hook. <laughs> it's so late. Oh okay. my gosh. Okay. <gasps> so how can we bring that into it? Sometimes you just have to hold out for the good things in life and apply the sauce. Always apply the sauce. <laughs> Why didn't we think about that earlier? We could have been like, it's the sauce, guys. The sauce makes everything better. <laughs> Amen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going on the end. <laughs>